Hello and welcome to The Woman Who. I'm Zowie Ashton, and in this series, I'll be bringing you the remarkable stories of Britain's most inspirational women of the last 140 years. These are the tales of the true pioneers of music, literature, the performing arts and fashion. Women who have defied convention, broken boundaries, and pushed the limits of what's possible. I'll be taking a deep dive into the lives of these trailblazers, reliving their struggles and setbacks, their loves and losses, and how they overcame every obstacle in their path to achieve unimaginable success. These women are the real deal, the true influencers of their day. This is the tale of the woman who flew to great heights. Inventor, adventurer, and pioneering aviator, Lillian Bland. At the turn of the 20th century in Britain, wealthy young women were expected to do two things only, marry and have children. In the meantime, it was deemed acceptable to engage in inoffensive activities such as chatting in parlors, writing letters, playing the piano, and doing a bit of needlework. That was life. But it was not enough of a life for Lillian Bland, who was born in 1878 to Anglo-Irish gentry and lived near Belfast. She believed that the young ladies of her age led empty lives of empty talk. Lillian's hobbies were far less socially acceptable she enjoyed shooting, smoking, hunting, jujitsu, fishing, fiddling with car engines, watching motor races, and riding horses. And in everything she did, Lillian lived life to the fullest. Her father, though, was a deeply anxious man. He feared for Lillian's safety and her reputation and made many expensive attempts to civilize his unruly daughter, sending her to study art in Paris and music in Rome. But she was bored by her education and instead became a sports journalist and a photographer for London papers, jobs that suited her quick wit and adventurous spirit. Lillian was inspired to embark upon her greatest adventure, much to her father's displeasure, when she received a postcard from her uncle depicting the successful flight of French aviator Louis Blériot across the English Channel in 1909. Inspired by the postcard, Lillian, who had no experience of aviation beyond watching and photographing birds, decided she would build and fly her very own plane. In her early 30s, childless, footloose, and fancy-free, Lillian set about her project. She attended the first British aviation meeting in Blackpool in 1909, where she circled the early aircraft on display, noting their various dimensions and technical elements. When she told her fellow attendees about her plan to build and fly a plane of her own, she was met with hoots and derision 
which did not worry me at all, she later recalled. Only a few years had passed since the Wright brothers made their first successful flight in 1903, and nobody expected to see a woman such as Lillian in the sky. Nevertheless, she returned home with a sketch of a biplane and a head full of ideas. Setting up shop in an old workshop on her father's estate, Lillian got to work. When she got stuck, she wrote inquiries to Flight magazine and updated its readers on her progress. Before she could build a powered aircraft, Lillian began by building a glider with a wingspan over eight meters wide, weighing about 90 kilos. It was made with spruce, wires, bamboo, and muslin sheets dipped in gelatin to make them waterproof. Lillian fashioned a steering wheel out of a bicycle handlebar and installed foot pedals to control a rudder. It was a clever, delicate, and very precarious contraption. To see how much weight the glider could carry, she enlisted four local policemen and a farmhand to hold on to the wings as she pushed it down the slope. To the great surprise of the men, the glider lifted them from the ground by the power of the wind. Shocked, the four policemen let go, leaving the panicked farmhand to struggle back to the ground. Lillian was thrilled. Her father, however, was not. He considered his daughter's pursuits dangerous and unbecoming. Unfortunately for his anxious temperament, things were about to become even more perilous. Lillian knew that if her plane could lift five alarmed men into the air, it was ready to lift the weight of an engine. She traveled to England to collect a 20-horsepower engine, too impatient to wait for a delivery, and carried it back by train and boat to the great curiosity of her fellow passengers. When she finally arrived home with it on a dark and rainy evening, Lillian could not bear to wait until morning to see how it worked. The engine was powered by petrol, but she didn't yet have a petrol tank. So, impatient to get it working, Lillian fashioned one out of an old whiskey bottle and used her aunt's ear trumpet to funnel the fuel into the engine. Under the circumstances, the engine behaved better than I expected, she wrote to Flight magazine later, though she also said that the noise was like a catfight on a very enlarged scale. Indeed, her neighbors wondered if one of the local mills had blown up. Satisfied, Lillian decided to call it a night. Once she had the engine up and running with all its parts in order, Lillian was ready for her first attempt at a powered flight. She wrote to Flight about her plans. I shall take the machine up to the flying ground I have been lent. It is a fine place, 800 acres, but it also contains a loose bull. And if it gets annoyed and charges, I shall have every inducement to fly. Lillian's droll sense of humor extended to the name of her plane. She christened it the Mayfly, as in, it may fly, or it may not. After weeks of delays due to rain and gusty winds, 
Lillian finally attempted her first flight on a fine August day in 1910, just a year after she had begun her project. The small engine roared to life, creating a frightful sound that sent shudders through the plane's body. But after a few grasshopper-like hops, it lifted off 30 feet into the air and carried Lillian a quarter of a mile over the fields. Her report to Flight magazine was simple and triumphant. I have flown. I could hardly believe it, she later said. I ran back to see where the wheel tracks left the grass to convince myself I really had been airborne. Lillian's father, however, was horrified. He knew he'd have to take more drastic steps to rein in his daughter and her dangerous hobby before it killed her. He offered to buy her a Model T Ford, but only if she would please get rid of the Mayfly. Lillian loved cars as much as she loved flying, and the temptation was too much to resist. She abandoned her plans to fit the Mayfly with an even larger, more terrifying engine and taught herself to drive in her beautiful new car instead. In any case, Lillian had already achieved the goals she had set for herself in her aviation career. I had proved wrong the many people who had said that no woman could build an aeroplane, and that gave me great satisfaction. Lillian did eventually settle down, marrying her first cousin, Charles Loftus Bland, in 1911, and moving to the west coast of Vancouver Island in Canada to farm and live off the land. Charles had read of her aviating exploits and thought she would make the perfect frontier wife. Blessed with wealth, wit and intelligence, and totally unconstrained by the expectations of her time, Lillian lived a remarkable life of freedom and adventure. While male aviators like the Wright brothers have been revered for their achievements throughout history, Lillian has largely been forgotten. But as the first woman to ever design, build and fly her own aircraft, Lillian Bland is undeniably a legend in her own right. The Woman Who podcast series has been brought to you by Fennec, the UK's department store of distinction since 1882. Tune in each week to uncover the story of a new inspirational woman and head to fennec.co.uk for more info and celebrations on their 140th anniversary of empowering women through the circus of life. The Woman Who is a Radio Wolfgang production written by Hannah Jewell and read by me, Zowie Ashton. The producer is Kieran Carruthers, sound designers by Tony Onochuku, and the executive producer is Ellie DiMartino. Martino.